When Israel departed from God, it always began with worship and eventually manifests itself in crimes to their fellow man. That's, that's how it works. They commit crimes against God. No one really sees that, or for the most part, there's not, there's not really a cry against it. But eventually it goes on then into crimes against the fellow man. The prophets would point to their second table sins as evidence of their first table sins. They would show that the, the hatred and animosity that they were showing, the, the blood they were guilty of, shedding, all of that was a revelation of their departure from God. And this isn't exclusive to the Old Testament. It's actually in the New Testament as well. 1 John chapter 4, verse 20, familiar words. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he hath not seen? John proves you've broken the first table by your breach of the second table. He says, if you, if you don't love your brother, then, if you hate your brother, then obviously you cannot love God, which adds to the conflict. And this happens through Israel's history. God's judgment upon Israel was always for their idolatry, but often revealed by their hatred for one another, their abominations in terms of social justice, the need for equity in their community. But every time there was a reformation, every time there was a reform of the land, it always focused upon worship. It was never about let's order the society by enforcing the laws that are extending out of the second table. It always, let's, let's prioritize the first table again, and then the second table takes care of itself. So it doesn't matter what reforming king you look at, whether it be Asa, 2 Chronicles 15, Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles 19, Hezekiah, 2 Chronicles 29, Manasseh, 2 Chronicles 33, Josiah, 2 Chronicles 34, and every reformation, it's always focused on the abominations that are going on in the temple every sin stems from idolatry. 